0: Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. To help prepare all of you listeners for the NCAA round of 16 and home stretch of the 2021 college tennis season, what we're attempting to do here at Cracked Rackets is speak with each of the remaining 32 head coaches of the NCAA Division I event. That means 16 men's coaches, 16 women's coaches all over the next few days on this Cracked Interviews podcast. Now, without further ado... Let's get to another one of our conversations with the many outstanding head coaches still alive in the 2021 NCAA tennis tournament. Who's your trusted source when it comes to your facility questions, concerns, and needs? Ours is Hard True, the world's largest manufacturer of tennis court surfaces, equipment, and accessories for over 90 years partner with their trusted team of experts along with collegiate greats jamie Loeb, alex rybakov and dustin taylor to bring the service provider of over 30 professional events annually to your facility whether it's the red clay of the houston atp the green clay courts of the charleston wta or the official hard court of world team tennis hard true has you covered if you're looking to build a court convert a hard court to clay or simply resurface your hardcourt, work together with Hard True in their mission to lead the tennis industry by creating better places to play. To learn more about their state-of-the-art surfaces along with their catalog customizable on-court accessories, check out hardtrue.com or call 877-442-7878 today. That's hardtrue.com or 877-442-7878 today. joining us on the podcast for the first time a guest I am very looking forward to having on the show head coach of the Arizona men's tennis team coach Clancy Shields coach welcome to the show how are you doing today
1: good man thanks for having me uh it's always a good day've been on the court four hours and now I'm ready to talk to you <laughs> yeah
0: always a good day right when you're four hours in May that means something's going right
1: yeah that it that that does it's it's pretty hot here too I think it's up close to 100 degrees so we're uh, we're ready for Orlando and it's been um it's good I'm we're trying to keep this ride going as long as we can
0: mm-hmm. I'm doing the math and I see a clock in the background as well it's 3 30 here so that makes it what like 12 30 maybe one thirty in Arizona and so yeah you guys gotta play early right otherwise it gets hot
1: yeah well they um we had the same thing last week we had a 10 a.m match against Michigan and which was 7 a.m here so I was like okay guys we're gonna be getting up at 4 a.m <laughs> and they were like <laughs> I hate you um but I, I mean, this is just part of the, the the deal, and it's the same thing with Tennessee. I mean, we're going to play them at 10 a.m. Eastern, which is seven o'clock here in here in Arizona. So it's. Um... You, you just kind of have to deal with the, the adversity and, and we'll, we'll be ready for whatever. But yeah, we'll, we'll play at all hours here in Arizona. We, we love it at all times.
0: Yeah, no, that level of preparation is what ultimately helps a program reach the round of 16 for the first time. That was the buried lead here. That's where we have to start. You guide your Wildcats to the round of 16. You go to Lexington. You knock off my Wolverines. You knock off the Wildcats. You earn a spot uh, in the final stage. What does that mean for your program?
1: it's, it's huge. Uh, after we, you know, we kind of been setting our goals throughout the season after we lost in the semifinals of the PAC 12s, we, we just talked about our next goal is the sweet 16. We have to make the sweet 16. We can't, we can't end the season this way. And it was kind of like my experience. We, when I was a senior in college, we lost in the, uh, we lost against Hawaii in our conference championships. And, and, our whole team refocused and we made the sweet 16. And so it's one of those things where this team has an incredible bounce back ability. I knew we were going to do something. Um, I didn't know we were going to beat two of the top teams in the country, but uh, you know, I'll say it was a heck of a weekend. I, I think looking back on it, I think we're doing three things really well. One, we're having fun, you know, and I think we lose sight of that from time to time, but our guys are having a blast They're They are hooting and hollering, they're yelling and screaming, but they're genuinely having a ton of fun. You know, the second thing, I think the guys know what they're playing for. I mean, we have an incredible fifth-year senior in the hall, Alejandro Riguant. And those guys just, they want to keep it going as long as they can. They want to they want to play for that guy, and, and, and that makes it incredibly special. And, you know, and then it's it's doing things we've never done before. I mean, heck, our program's never made the Sweet 16. I mean, come on, we're Arizona. This is a big-time program. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, we're knocking off little milestones as we go, and it's it's been a, a heck of a ride.
0: Mm -hmm. And I do want to talk about those milestones, talk about your season, but just to focus in on that weekend. Your team wins in two very different fashions, and it's going to hurt me, but we'll start with the first one. You drop the doubles point against the Wolverines and, you know, Michigan played well in that doubles point. That result had as much to do with them as it did with your guys. For them to be able to find four singles wins, to get straight set victories at five and six, you know, what did you think of the way your guys bounced back? What, what was the conversation like in between the doubles and singles?
1: The whole conversation was <sighs> we just got to win the first point. And we didn't, we didn't do that in, in, in the doubles, but it was literally the, the key to success was try to get the first point. If you can get this first point, you can get the second point. And if you try to get the first game and try to get to three games, and if you can get to four games, maybe you can get a set. If you can get a set, you can get two sets. <laughs> that was like, that was all we were talking about. Just trying to break it into small little chunks. And you know, then it's your, you're at the end, you're two and a half hours in and it comes down to court one, Gustav Strom versus Fenty an awesome. Number one player. And our freshmen just played lights out. I mean it, that's kind of the, the the recipe for success was how do we just get to three? And if we can get to three, get that last match on and try to get four points and And luckily for us, I mean we we played really well against a, a tough Michigan team. Honestly, their bench kicked our butt off the courts. I mean they're loud. I, that's the loudest team I've seen off the court. It really challenged our guys which off the court who are really good and and made them better and actually got them. We learned a few things off the court against Michigan that we used against Kentucky, in terms of being loud and energetic. And they had, Kentucky had a good crowd, um, which we haven't played a whole, a whole lot of this year. And uh, if we look back on it, we lost the doubles point against Michigan. We won it against Kentucky. We won at Number one singles against Michigan lost at one singles against Kentucky. We lost at number two singles against Michigan. We won at number two. And if you look up and down the line, everywhere that we lost against Michigan, we won. And everywhere that we, and most of the spots that we won, we lost. Mm -hmm. So that shows our team's pretty balanced and they all know how to bounce back really quick.
0: Mm -hmm. And I want to get to all of those team members, but let's start where you started, the freshman sensation. And you're going to go up against one of them in Tennessee as well in Johannes Monday. But if there are three freshmen who have stood out above all else, you know, Johannes Monday, Jeffrey von Schulenberg, and then, of course, a guy by the name of Gustav Strom. I would argue the best Gustav in college tennis history. There may be a couple of out there. I suppose Gustavus Adolphus is like we were the OGs, so don't forget us. But, you know, you look at his performance, 18-3 and three this year in dual matches. Uh, he started at number three. He was undefeated, so we move him to two. He was doing well there, so now he's up to number one. You know What does it say about him that as a freshman, he's been able to elevate himself to where he can compete with anyone at the top flight in college tennis?
1: Yeah. You never know. These kids, they're rolling in January and they, I mean, they don't know anything, you know, and you <laughs> yeah. don't know how good they are. And so you kind of try to protect them and hide them a little bit and say, look, let's let this kid grow. Let's let's not let his confidence get battered. Let's try to teach him a little bit about college tennis, about academics, all of these things and you know then he starts winning a little bit you know he beats andrada from florida and then you know the next day he plays liberty and he comes off the court and he's like what because we said we said uh yeah you beat a good ranked player from florida and he's like oh okay and then the next day he goes after he beats liberty he says well what was that guy ranked and i was like he wasn't ranked and he's like oh he was better than florida and it's just kind of this innocence of like he doesn't know anything and he just goes out and plays and um You know, and and as the season's gone on, he's gotten a lot better. Um, You know, he he doesn't really know any better. He just goes out and plays as hard as he can. He doesn't know who's ranked what or when or where, and he's just playing hard for the seniors and and our our team. And, you know, at at some point this is going to catch up to him and realize that it's, it's probably one of the best freshman years in history of a kid coming in January.
0: No, absolutely. And again, I believe he got into the individual event as well. So we'll get to see him compete there amongst the best. See how he does. But you talk about those, you know, seniors who he's playing for. You already mentioned uh, Alejandro Regante. You uh, also have Philip Melbasić as a senior as well. Carlos Hassi as senior. To have those guys be the ones who drive the program to the round of 16 and to see their performances, they're all you know, having success here this year. What does it say about this senior class you have?
1: Well, it's just a lot of – it's tons of hours <laughs> yeah. that they put in into it. I mean, when I took over the program at Arizona, and who knows how accurate these rankings are. These were the unpublished rankings, but we were 158 in the country. And so we were like recruiting on a on a, a vision of, hey man, we can one day make the Sweet 16 if we come in and we work hard, and we we build build our team around a, a certain set of core values. We built we build this team around toughness, hard work. You know, a lot of people say we're like an energetic group, um, but look, I mean, we're having fun. Who says that college tennis? programs should be ran we're quiet and you know it's a it's like you're at Wimbledon dude this is college sports man like okay. go to any other college sport it's it's lively it's energetic the guys are having fun they're singing they're dancing whatever man if they're having fun doing it I'm mm-hmm. I take the handcuffs off and say be yourself have fun I mean the guys were singing country road during Michigan match <laughs> and I was like, all right dude like wow well, I'm not gonna put a hamper on this this is yeah. this is awesome so we're having fun man but it is led with our seniors and uh, to be honest, I mean, if you'd have told me five years ago that these guys would be like good players and, and incredible leaders, I would have said, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but they, they proved me wrong. They, they've they become really, really solid players and, and probably some of the best leaders I've ever had.
0: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And again, the program success speaks to the hard work they've put into it. All right, you talk about your energy. We can get into it now. There is no doubt. You play the Arizona Wildcats. You're going to get all of it. You know, all of the, you know, on court competitiveness and then the off court competitiveness, the intangible qualities. You need to have success in college tennis. And, you know, I've asked this of a couple of coaches here in these interviews. With the parody, the level in college tennis, it really does feel like all of these teams heading to Orlando can win the title. They, you know, One through six, everyone's got talent. And a wise coach once said, it's the team that loves each other the most that ends up winning. It's when your back's against the wall. Do you have each other's back? When one set moves, can you take the break on court one from court six to court three and on and on and on? I mean, again... Given your teams, given the way your team plays, the way you guys compete, is that something you believe in as well, that that energy, that component is very much a part of the sport?
1: Absolutely. I mean, no ad scoring is like <laughs> yeah. you're looking around and you're seeing like four no ad points. And you're like, dude, I think we can win. And then you like lose. You're like, crap, we're losing. I mean, But it, the, the, the ebbs and flows, the swings and momentum. It, i mean is everything and you start hearing your guys on the bench guys off the court yelling and screaming it's a break here it's a break here a set here it's demoralizing mm-hmm. you know and I, as a player i felt that i mean heck steinberg was incredible when i remember playing pepperdine when he was coaching there i mean their team was so loud and so energetic you just always felt like your heart was racing and that you were losing mm-hmm. and so i i haven't necessarily told the guys hey you have to be in this way mm-hmm. i just kind of preach that hey this this is what works and it's really helpful if you have good energy, but the team has really ran with it. I mean, they've, they've come up with chants. They've come up with cheers. They've uh they're just, they just love being out there. And, and I think that's our mission as coaches anyways, is to help our players kind of critically think and find their true and authentic self. And, you know, one of our guys from Minnesota, I mean, he Connor Olson, he is, he's like a hockey guy, man. Like <laughs> isn't like a tennis thing, did he like, he, he's been yelling and screaming about, about, athletics his whole life so the guys are having fun with it i will say this all year we've been playing like it's the ncaa tournament we've been we've been emotionally invested in every match and every point our coaches included so it was really easy for us when we got to the ncaa tournament to just turn it up a little bit more and uh but I, it's been something kind of a habit that we've been doing all year and and uh we're ready to turn it up even more against tennessee in uh, in orlando
0: yeah, well then let's talk about some matchup things. We call him Double H because we don't want to pronounce his name wrong, but I believe it's Erman Hoyerall? Close sure. enough. Yeah, 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 sure, close enough. Herman, yeah. yeah, yeah, Herman, I'll take it. But Double H again. Yeah. Uh, you slide him into that number four spot. Now, first match, three set loss to Seymour. Cimar. Seymour's as good as you're going to find at number four. He bounces back the next day, gets that win. What led to that decision? What are you expecting from him uh, against Tennessee?
1: Yeah, well I mean Herman's had two stress fractures one in his right foot one in his left foot he's been out the whole year came in January he got his boot off at the beginning of April and I just said dude let's redshirt you and let's have four good years with you and he's like heck no dude I want to play I want to be <laughs> part of this and I was like are you sure dude you might only get a couple matches and and he was like yeah I want to play and so he has no fitness no nothing and he just kind of started growing his confidence growing his game a little bit and now I mean I, th- I think he is playing at a really high level. I mean, I think he can really compete with anybody at that fourth spot in the country. But once again, he's just a freshman. Um, He's getting better all the time. But he's just the guy that's just going to go out, have fun, let it let it go, swing out, and, and it's green light all day long.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. And another guy like that, Jonas Sievert, who if you follow college tennis, you know how good he can be. Uh, to, for him to get that win, again, against Kentucky, have him at that number two slot, uh, obviously that's some experience there. Uh, what, is that, what does that do for your team to have him clicking? How important is that?
1: Yeah, I mean, Jonas, is he made the NCAA tournament as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Same thing coming in January. He beat, in my opinion, the best player in college tennis, Keegan Smith. Uh, at, you know, this year he beat Elliot, Elliot Spaziri on the road. You know, he's had some good wins. He's played number one for us for the majority of the season. Um, you know, he's got, he's going to be just as good as any two in the country. I mean, Diallo was 14 in the country, and he took him out on his on their home courts. But he's a tough out. He has a lot of experience. He he is a unorthodox player because he's so long and lanky that you know he's finding his ways. Um, in the corners that most players can't. And, uh, you know, he has an all court game style. So I I think it's going to be a really good matchup with Johannes Monday. Um, And I think, uh, you know, whoever can kind of take charge in that match is going to be ultimately be be the one
0: that, that comes out on top. No, absolutely. And of course, for all of these teams, it's it's one thing to find three singles wins, it's another to have to find four. I don't have to tell you how important the doubles point is going to be. Looking at the numbers, I say this lovingly, you know, probably good, not great is how you feel about your doubles team 14, 11 at one, 16, and 10 at three, of course. You know, uh, Alejandro and Carlos have been nine and three at number two, and you guys are 16 and four there. But how important is that doubles point? Have you guys put an emphasis on it? Heading into the tournament.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Our doubles, you could say our doubles isn't very good, but we're records like 19 and eight. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. I guess I said I guess good, say, not great.
1: Good, not yeah. great. No, no, no. I, look, I'm mean, we're doubles college doubles has nothing to do with who's the better team. Mm-hmm. It's all who comes out better on that first game, who comes out with better energy. I mean, who can kind of find their breaks a little bit. Um, you know, Kentucky was the number six team in the country at one doubles. And mm-hmm. My little guys who are like five, eight, five, nine just came out and tuned them up. I mean, you know, they got hot on a few returns. They took care of their serve. And, you know, I I don't really care about college. I mean, if we lose the doubles point, big whoop, um, this one point, but if we get the doubles point, awesome. We only have to find three in singles. So we, we really, we don't put a ton of emphasis on doubles. We just go out there and kind of swing away. And, and, you know, if we get that point, awesome. If not, we know we're pretty pretty darn good in singles and, and we're gonna it's tough to go get three or four against us.
0: No, I had a coach tell me he watched the film and that there were only like not his players only made 9 returns in the course of a double set and it's like that's what you're counting off of. You have nine like that's yeah. it and if you get the one break in those nine returns, good job. If not, you lost. And yeah, yeah it's it's Russian roulette, right? That that's really yeah. that devil's point point. and you know again, you bring up that Tennessee team. That's the round of 16 matchup. Uh they've had an outstanding season. You, you know the monster they present what's it going to take from your guys to knock them off in advance in Orlando?
1: Yeah, I mean, we have only played the teams on the West coast primarily. Um, And so we didn't know how good Kentucky was, but we found out, we didn't know how good Michigan was. We found out. Um, And we also found out we're pretty good too. So, (laughs) You know, you look at some scores and you see, okay, Kentucky went four, three with Tennessee at their place. You know, I, I, I think our guys look at it as like, it's, it's a tough match and they're, they're the, they're favored to win, but we like the underdog spot. We're going to fight like heck, and we'd know what we do well. We know what we do as a team. It's not unbelievably like, oh, my gosh, but uh, it's good, and it, you're going to have to be really good to beat it. And so if Tennessee's really good, they'll beat us. But, uh, you know, we're, we're going to do our thing. We're really consistent in what we do. We built it this way to be consistent, feisty, tough, um, you know, to fight for every point you know, fight for the corners to be gritty and, and, you know, if they're better than that, then they're better than that. And they deserve to move on. But, uh, I certainly know it's going to provide a challenge to any team that plays us and, uh, you know, we're all going to compete all 18 of us that are going down, they're all going to compete our, compete our best.
0: Mm -hmm. no absolutely and again uh, we look forward to seeing you all down there i feel like i have a million more questions because i know you think about all of things affecting college tennis the rankings and how it all works out and i would love to hear your thoughts but i know you're busy so you know final question for you and i'm sure you have spent some time down at the usta facility in orlando you know what the deal is down there are you more excited for the airplanes or the love bugs
1: yeah. We've been, I've been trying to find bugs here in Tucson, you know, just to put them out, you know, it's going to get in your mouth. I think I was reading like the manual and it was saying like the love bugs are attracted to like lighter shirts. So wear a darker <laughs> yeah. shirt. So it's like, do I want to be hotter or do I want love bugs? Which, mm-hmm. which pick your poison. Um, but I mean, either way, dude, like we, this team is so built for adversity, like bring on the love bugs, bring on the heat bring on the airplanes, bring on the more fans. I mean, bring on everything. Like we're we're ready for it. We're built for it. And let's get this thing started.
0: No, absolutely. Do you celebrate your first round of 16 in program history? You save that for after the year.
1: Well, I mean, Coach Patton at Boise, he always said this to us and it always, you know, rang true to me. It was, you know, success without celebration is a sin. (laughs) So, yeah, we celebrated, of course. (laughs) You know, like why wouldn't you like it? this is we're having the greatest time of our life. Like we should enjoy everything. We're enjoying the last individual, you know, lesson we have with our players. We're enjoying the last practice that we're going to have here in Tucson. You know, we're going to enjoy every little last that we have with this this group because you know, it is the last little bit for them. And we and you know, every year we always put it in this way. We're playing for our seniors. Some years that has more emphasis than others. This year it is so powerful. I mean, these kids are playing for their seniors. It is that's that's a tough thing for for teams to beat when they have that that mission, that why. And um, you know, we are going to celebrate it all the way till till we're done. And and at the end of this, we'll look back and say, wow, what a, what an incredible season. But um, you know, we want to win a national championship so let's go do it let's go let's go fight for it
0: no absolutely and to go full circle there was a good answer and a great answer that was the great answer so uh coach shields thank you so much for taking the time to chat good luck to you and the wildcats considering you beat my wolverines might as well root for you the rest of the way right so all right we'll
1: take we'll take any fans man yeah so
0: (laughs) yeah be safe be healthy and we'll see you down in orlando
1: thanks buddy appreciate
0: it take care Bye bye